Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Wednesday edition of the show. Week 18 in the National Football League on the way. We got a lot of quarterback news in the NFL that we got to get to. Starting quarterbacks being announced for this weekend. Uh, most most not really surprising. A couple, I think, are, are a little surprising. Sure. We just got word that Brock Purdy's not going to start on Sunday for the Niners. Lamar Jackson not going to start on Saturday for the Ravens. Your two one seeds, obviously, in their respective conferences. Sam Darnold and Tyler Huntley will start those games. Niners hosting the Los Angeles Rams. The Ravens hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, we do have maybe a couple surprising quarterback notes. We'll get to those in just a little bit here with it moved, and we'll tell you how the lines have moved, if there are any bets to be placed, etc. But um, got a couple topics we want to hit before we really dive headfirst into uh, into the NFL games uh, this weekend. Uh, One of those will be... Oklahoma City, the surging thunder, their win last night over the Boston Celtics. Five straight wins now for OKC. They're really, really, really awesome. We'll talk about that in a second. But just Offensive Rookie of the Year here, Ken, on the award conversation we were having in the last segment now. Um, Shroud's a big favorite in the market. Yep. I am of the opinion, and this is like you said this, right? This could be dangerous here. Just from some of the people I talk to, I feel like Shroud's going to win this award. Um, sure. I almost feel like he can face plant big time and throw like three picks and they could lose by 20. And Nakua has 100 yards receiving, and I still think Stroud's going to win. He's, he's the quarterback, and they have a winning season no matter what at this point the Texans do. I think that's going to be enough to get Stroud over the finish line here now. Like I don't think, like, and I asked you this question down the segment, like would, would sportsbooks reopen the market after Saturday night, depending on what Stroud does, and you say said you don't think so, so I don't think there'll be a way to take advantage of this. Like if Stroud plays poorly, bet Stroud at a reduced number. I, I, I don't know if Naku. I guess like he can. I think it's so unlikely that Nakua would win this award based on like the people I've spoken to. And I could be wrong, obviously. Sure. I'm not talking to everybody. I right. I do feel like that that award is very much Stroud's. Yeah, I think part of the part of the problem. So I agree with almost everything you said. By the way, like I, I'm not here saying like Naku is going to win or even that they're tied right now. Um, just like the so, I, it's sort of funny. Like we have sort of come at this from two different ways. Like you have sort of what would be best be described as inside information, information the market doesn't have, um, and I have just what's available publicly, which is like voters who happen to talk about who they're going to vote for. And the crazy thing is that's you would think like, wow, that's a lot of ground that you guys have covered. You probably have a really good idea of where the voting block is. There's 50 voters like at our at our absolute best. We can maybe understand what 20 percent of them are going to do at any moment or 25 percent of them. Are like, going to do. like it's just it's just not enough to know for sure, which is the, the only reason like the best bet we made in this cycle was Stefanski. And the reason why it was the best bet is that he was 12 to 1 and everything you heard and everything I heard was the same. And if that's true and he was 12, then that's why it was the best bet. So like, but you don't get those very often. Usually it's more guessing. It's more like this, like this exercise that we have. You could even argue with comeback player of the year and especially with defensive rookie of the year. The question that we have, which is just like, is what you're hearing enough to act on when it's muddled, when it's, well, this guy says this, this guy says this, this guy says this. Okay, that tells you that it's open. It tells you that a big favorite probably shouldn't be a big favorite, but like it doesn't really tell you with clarity like what direction everyone's going to go in. Also, there's one game left. I think a defensive rookie of the year that actually matters. So to your point about Stroud, I agree that I think he's ahead. I agree, or I agree that he is definitely the most likely player to win, and he is much more likely to win than Nakua is. It, like I guess, and I think I would put this and offensive player of the year in the same like bucket, where it's like 
is it done done or is it like 95% done? So like an offensive player of the year, McCaffrey's not going to play Tyreek Hill provided that his, you know, he's able to like, you know, play still and have his mind right after the, what's going on with his house today. And people can read about that. Like just if, if McCaffrey doesn't play and Tyreek Hill gets the two seed and beats Buffalo and has 150 and two touchdowns, hundred percent McCaffrey. Like that would, that's kind of the way I would think about it. Right. Like maybe not. I, I think like to think right, about the outcome. That by the need. way, about that, I think you're. I think you're way yeah. right about that. There, there are people talking today where it's like offensive player of the year. Be like, ah, Tyreek or McCaffrey. That's today. That's before the game even on. Yeah. Like, like it's not. It's not done. Done. It's just really leaning that way. That's how I think about offensive rookie of the year. I don't think it's done, but it's really leaning in one direction, <laughs> which is towards Stroud. Um, and I think like maybe something seismic in the games would have to happen. Um, or like we've just are misreading kind of like what's happening and you know how voters are feeling about it. But I would kind of link those two together. Like you might need a specific outcome in the games to turn the tide of the way people are leaning right now. I think we are entering a dangerous portion of the show here because we have a lot to do and we do awards tomorrow. Yeah. But I have two I have two things I would like to I would like to no, bring up fine. very quickly here. Okay. Yeah. Um the way let me do the what I think is maybe the better betting opportunity first. Um, the way that you framed the D and I'll use BetMGM's odds. The way that you framed because well, they're our show sponsor and they help pay our bills. Right. The way that you framed <laughs> defensive them. player Arr. of the year is was yeah. uh, was way was 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 one hundred percent correct. It's not even up for debate. Like Miles Garrett's regular season is over. I I guess like they could play him. It would be insane. Like I doubt he's going to play. He'll finish so third in done. among the three players too. He's going to finish behind Parsons and behind. I think I think is he tied with Parsons right now? I'd have to look it up. Uh, I'm going to look it up right now. Anyway, keep talking about the betting opportunity, and I'm going to just make sure that they're where they are statistically. Watts way ahead, so, obviously, of both of them. So so Tyler Huntley's playing, and like I think Baltimore is going to cover. Pittsburgh could win, and TJ Watt could have a monster game. Like That could definitely Parsons happen. Parsons won back. And the one... Garrett, 14 sacks. Watts, 17. Parsons, 13. Yeah. And uh, Ron Rivera announced earlier today and made it official that Sack Howell, a.k.a. Sam Howell, is starting for the Commanders. Uh, I bet Dallas as soon as I saw that, like this could easily be a Micah Parsons like three sack game or like Micah Parsons, yeah. like a splash play at the very least here. Like, should we be betting both Parsons and Watt right now since Garrett's not playing this weekend and the other two have opportunities to have like signature performances in Watt's case to maybe get his team to the playoffs and in Parsons case, like to win the division and get the two seed in the NFC for America's team. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, because the, the funny part is when you're betting these now, so for people who don't know, may, you could be right. Maybe after Saturday night's games, they get reposted. Domestics have been very likely to just keep this stuff open through games, through windows, whatever. I think we can feel pretty confident that either at the start of the window on Sunday or at the conclusion of the games on Sunday, everything closes and it doesn't reopen. And the reason for that is that like the voting actually starts after that. And then you could get like clipped by inside information from people actually knowing what was going to happen. So like the win your window to make bets in this is, is starting to narrow really fast. So there's a lot of hedging decisions you have to make this week, like that I have to make on stuff. And some of these are really tough choices. Uh, so the problem is like, so let's say you bet Watt and Parsons, like you take a position against Garrett. Your problem is, is you don't have a way to get like you, that would be a great idea if there were two more games. Cause then like Garrett's not going to play. You bet these both now, like they play Garrett doesn't you come in bet Garrett next week. You just win no matter what. Like that's an easy play to understand. This is like, you have to bet them and they have to win. Like you don't, there's no hedge. You oh, just, you they just have to win. risk. 
Yeah, you're gambling. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Roll those which, dice. Which, I, look, like, I haven't bet Hamlin yet, and now I probably can't, but, like, I don't like having, well, sometimes I don't mind having max risk. Stefanski's max risk here. Like, I'm not adding, I'm not adding Ryan's or Steichen or whatever. Like, I have some Steichen, but not nearly enough to cover Stefanski. Um, so it, sometimes it's like, yeah, that's just what it is. Like, you take a risk and you go in, we'll do NBA in a second. I have a lot of risk in that market, and I'm totally fine with it. Um, I don't, of okay, of all the awards so far, I think Defensive Player of the Year, by far, way more than even Defensive Rookie of the Year, uh, I have the least confident opinion on what I think is going to happen. Do you agree with that? I think Parsons is going to win. So that tells me right away that I'm right, and that for you it's the same thing, because you're picking the guy who isn't the favorite. <laughs> like, and like confidently. That you think that's going to well, happen? Because, but because yeah. I, I'm anticipating him playing well on Sunday. And, like, the Brat Stefanski is going to win Coach of the Year. Dak's not going to win MVP. How is Dallas yeah. going to get rewarded for this yeah, season? I think anything. Micah Parsons is right. the answer. I think Parsons wins defensive player. It's it's certainly possible. Um, I honestly don't know. Watt, Watt gets to play in a standalone game where he will lead the NFL in sacks and his team will make the playoffs if they win. Like, that, you can't really get a lot better than that for a bump honestly like you can't now he's won the award before and voters have seen extremely reluctant to want to give him another one for whatever reason um and so that's interesting too it's the one where i'm like people (laughs) he hates them too and to be fair it's like i don't so i i I don't i I don't have good betting advice here but i guess you're right like if we really don't know anything and the guy who's the favorite isn't playing and the other two get a chance to at least let's say garrett's ahead right now which we don't even know is true then god damn you Pelissero, we needed the poll so yeah, bad for jerk. this market this year just it, for this one specifically the other ones i don't care this one we needed it defense it's always really tough and uh and it helped a lot last year so like garrett's not playing the other two have a chance to gain i guess the betting advice is like but if you have no no money in the market at all is like bet the other two and like your bets are at least gonna age pretty well you get two shots at like either building a lead or gaining on garrett uh totally possible and uh Maybe that's it. That's the one that I, when I talk to a lot of other people who do this stuff, we compare notes all the time and bet. It's like, that's the one where we just go, like, what is this? Like, what is this going to be? Defensive rookie, I, everyone I do, we are, we're going oppo Carter big and we're, we'll live with the outcome. Like, we'll, like Anderson, Kobe Turn, whoever. Like, I'm, 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 I'm no on Carter and we're going to just figure it out. And like, I'll take the risk. And if he wins, great. I think there's so much like hot air built into that. Well, you see it already minus 10,000 to nothing to even money. Like, Oh yeah, I guess there, I guess there was a lot of confidence there. Yeah. You poke it, poke it in the slightest and the market collapses completely. So um, that market, like, cool. I have risk and I have a strong opinion defensive player. I, I don't have a strong opinion, but yeah, like, I guess if you did, it would be to take a shot at miles Garrett and like, see what happens. That one. I'm just, I'm fascinated by, I don't know what's going to happen. I have an MVP scenario to run by you, but I don't think we is have Is this the Josh Allen right crushes Miami scenario and, like, does he win? Well, it's not just, like, so, like, the short answer to that question is yes, but it's more Because that's the only like, one you can even sell at this point. But, yeah. I, I, but I, I think it needs to be even more, like, specific than that. I think okay. Pittsburgh has to win on Saturday. Jacksonville has to win on Sunday. So right. Buffalo is either... Yeah. Is in it's all or nothing, and it has to not just be like Buffalo wins and he smokes them. It has to be like a heroic performance, and he like carries right. their carcass over the finish line, and then like sure. when he win because you said something really interesting, and I I disagreed with it, 
but you are way more in the weeds on this stuff than me, so I'm sure you're right. I kind of looked at last weekend as being like, everyone's now cool with Lamar winning MVP. Like, everyone's straight on it now. Like, he had the five-touchdown game against Miami. Like, he wins. It seemed like with Wait, what, what you I said say? that you're still like, that, that maybe like people people are going to get really mad when when Lamar wins. Like I don't I don't know if that's the case anymore. I oh, think people yeah. are going to be like okay with it. Oh, I think everyone's okay with it. But like, okay, Mahomes last year, was there anybody that was like, yeah, I don't like this very much? Like, like no, it's just well, everyone's like it's it's just there's like yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just like a hundred percent approval rating. Yeah. It was a hundred percent approval rating that award, um, and we get awards like that all the time. I think like even people that I think are kind of like man, like stats or good but they're just not as good as others and then like you know advanced metrics say this and you know whatever and the defense is actually carrying them they're still going to be like then you'd be like okay well who are you going to vote for and they'd be like lamar jackson that's that's all i mean i'm not saying like people are changing their votes or anything i think what happens is if alan crushes uh you'll get a really small minority that will vote him first and lamar will get like 40 first place votes instead of 50 or something like that yeah it's kind of sad something for it is. It's really I, I, sad. I'll say, I I do think that the only two players that can win right now are are Lamar and Josh Allen. Like that's it. Uh, yeah, no matter how you assign the percentages, right? Even if it's ninety nine point nine 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 and point oh oh one. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. So it's, fair it's, enough. I, I fair agree enough. with that. Um, do you want to start, and we can do more on the other side, and we'll we'll yeah, make sure, sure we get all the quarterback news in. Um, Oklahoma, and great job by you with like the like the the bet on the game last night. Wait till the last second, Boston getting bad. Bet Oklahoma City, and the Thunder beat the Celtics last night. SGA thirty six six and seven. They've won five straight and ten of twelve. Like looking like, I don't know, man, like a legit contender in the Western Conference this season. What do you make sure. of it? OKC uh, hashtag. What are they? Th- thunder up, whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they are actually. I forget. Maybe Alex can look it up. Like the, the hashtags I don't it's insert team name up, whatever. So it's like, oh, I like Sacramento tonight. Oh, Kings up. They're like the Kings beam. Up. That one's really easy. But yeah, so beams up. Beam me up. Cana- maybe? Like, oh, like uh, so. c- Canadians up. Coyotes right. up. Yes, yes. North up of the border. Uh, Thunder up. Love it. Yeah, I just like I watched the whole game last night. People know I like I love the NBA. I like to watch all the games. Uh, I. I already knew the Thunder were really good. A lot of people already knew that. There's not like some seminal moment where it's like, oh, they're good. Um, but just like yet another really, really strong performance by them against one of the best teams in the league. They've beaten all of the best teams in the league already. Some of them they've beaten multiple times. Uh, and I, there are some applications to this. You know, we're not talking about like long shot bets or something like that. We could talk about their title and Western Conference odds after the break. Um, I think... You know, my guess is the next Bond Temp straw poll is probably the all-star break, which is in six weeks. Um, I, I've been pretty on the record that I think Embiid's the most likely winner, but SGA is the other guy that I've been betting who I think is live. Um, and I feel that way. And I, I actually think it's possible the voting between the two of them will be very close in the next straw poll, depending on how often Embiid plays between now and then. This is this Embiid missed time has allowed the opportunity for the oxygen to kind of get sucked up by somebody else. And that player is SGA, and it's not anyone else at all. Um, so I think we could end up with like a really dynamic two-player MVP race going down the stretch with the last year's winner and the new guy. And are we ready to give it to someone new or does Embiid get a second one? I think that's how it's going to be framed. All right, maybe a little bit more on Oklahoma City on the other side after the win last night over the Celtics. And then we'll get to all the quarterback news here on this Wednesday in the NFL ahead of Week 18. And believe you me, there's a lot of it. It's all coming up next. Wrap up hour number one here on the Beck QL Network.